Joshua Fierstein, originally born and raised in California, now living in Arizona, where we can carry a gun on our hip or concealed without a permit. A former pastor turned social media personality saw that there was a wide open space where where it concerned pastors politically, at least not speaking out for the, the issues that are important. And so decided to become one of those voices. So over the last two years, been able to accrue a little over two million, well, actually about two and a half million followers uh, and done a little bit over two billion views uh, just over, over the last two and a half, three years. A lot of it's political and religious. So there's everything from inspiration, but ultimately the two are tied hand in hand because if we do not have freedom of religion in this country, we don't have the right to practice uh, these scriptural principles. And so I felt it was key to speak out and to become a voice in the political realm in order to protect those things that I hold dear religiously. And as you well know, a lot of the very framework of this country and this constitution are based and bounded by, by these principles that you find within Scripture. So the two kind of marry uh, together quite well. So obviously in the Electoral College, California has a tremendous amount of sway in who ends up in the White House. And California being one of the leaders, not just in industry, but particularly in Hollywood, in the things that the young people today are drinking in, it's imperative that we turn this state from blue to red. And we have had conservative leaders before, which now would begin to at least whet my appetite in believing that we can see it again. Even as, as, as liberal as Hollywood may be, there is the middle part of California, the same way that there is the middle part of America that, that widely affected this last election. So if it did it in America, there's this middle part, the agricultural part. And I believe that everything starts at the core. So if we can take what's at the core in, in kind of the Turlocks and the Modestos and the Fresnos, and you begin to see that same thing spread to your San Francisco's and to your Los Angeles's and up north, then we can really begin to take back this state. And again, this state is important to our union as a whole because there's so many uh, technology companies, there's so many media companies. I mean, this is Hollywood. This is the well that so many people from middle America drink from. I think that the number one thing is this, action. You know, it's called the silent majority for a reason. Oftentimes people that are in the silent majority stay silent. And yet what we're beginning to see, especially with this last election, is people are starting to come out of the, the cowardly corners of silence, hiding somewhere in the, you know, the shadows of anonymity and beginning to speak up and realizing that they have to become vocal. And honestly, I think that if people would become vocal again and begin to buck this trend of political correctness, look, the only way that the government can ever control us truly is to shut down us discussing matters. Because usually truth will override opinion. If people will listen and discuss and banter back and forth, and yet this whole idea of political correctness, which has been absolutely held California in its grips, has, has squashed conversation. And so I think it's imperative for this silent majority that has been kind of hiding in the shadows to begin to come out again and converse and let people know it's okay to have conservative principles and begin to, to change that tide and, and that, that trend back towards red. The word opportunity to me means without restriction. 
okay? So for me to have an opportunity means that there has to be a possibility. There has to be potential there. So for me, opportunity is a blank slate that allows me to take the coloring crayon of my own creativity and begin to draw out my own future, my desires, my wills, my freedoms, my, my, my religious, uh, uh, you know, everything that is me, my identity can now be colored on this blank slate instead of being restricted. So for me, opportunity is creativity. Think, just think with me on this thought for just a second. You know, if they were to hand you a coloring sheet that has Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, you're expected to color within the lines. So basically, you have the freedom to color, maybe even pick colors, but they have already determined what it is you're going to color. That's restriction other than handing somebody just a blank sheet of paper and saying, create. So I think that the word opportunity to me means the opportunity to create, to create business, to create, you know, just the ability to be you. Anytime that you try to govern something, you will stifle it. Anytime that you begin to try to put restrictions on anything, you're going to suck the oxygen out of its ability to flourish. And so I think it is imperative that we have a government that understands that and would rather protect people's opportunity than try to govern people's opportunities. And so for me, that's one of the key fundamental differences is that I believe that the conservative movement as a whole wants to conserve opportunity. They want to conserve your right to do this or be this or express yourself this way while you've seen rampantly on the, on the left. I mean, look, here, here in California, you can't even have somebody show up to a college campus with an opposing idea that's not mainstream or else guess what? All of the bureaucracy tries to step in and says, this is illegal. This is not, pro you know, this is not allowed. This is prohibited. And so now they have tried to squash conversation. They've tried to squash any of this stuff with their bureaucracy and their regulations. And so I think it's time for the government to realize it's time to take your hands off of us and use those same hands to protect us, protect our rights, protect our freedoms, not try to control them.